name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one in the back. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Good Day for a Movie podcast. I'm Jacob, and I am joined, as always, by Sage. Yo, yo, yo. And Bad Boy Tate. Not in a good way. That's, like, really bad. Yeah, I'm bad, baby. No, like, you're the worst. Yeah, I'm the worst. Yes, he is the worst. You know, what's even worse is my phone that apparently just randomly added Netherlands area code to Tate's phone number, and for some reason I can't text him anymore. Yeah, it's really funny that I can text you and you can't text me back. That was really funny. <laughs> That's the worst. And apparently you're not the only one. Like two or three other people have tried texting me today and I texted them back and they never responded. I was like, huh, that's really weird. You're texting back text to me the Netherlands. Like four version. hours later and they were like, Sage? Question mark? And I'm like, huh? Who? Me? What? Dutch Who, Tate uh, is not responding to you. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. To, to catch the listeners up, um, it's Thursday night that we're recording. We were supposed to record this episode Wednesday night. Um, full plan, what did we say? 8.30, and it was pushed back to 9, and then at, I don't know, like 8.58, we get a text from Tate that says, oh, sorry, I actually haven't watched the movie yet. I'm, well, I said Maybe I'm just it starting it. to tomorrow? <laughs> that was just, yeah, that, that was my bad. I apologize for that one. I said, sorry, guys. For which one? It's for, your apologies. For last night. The last one or the one you did like 20 times ago? No, last night. The, the this this episode. Do you see how maybe your apologies don't seem like that genuine, especially over text when you're putting LOLs and stuff in there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, it was my bad, but I also don't like. I guess yeah, I don't see the total big deal of it, but I uh, I'm sorry because you're putting us out. We had plans. We were yeah. supposed to do something on that night, and then two minutes before you said, "Oh." I haven't watched the movie yet. Like you forgot that you hadn't watched the movie. No, that wasn't it. It wasn't that I forgot. I told you why I didn't. Because I was busy okay, doing other but, things. But why not tell us that beforehand? Like yeah. I don't know. And that's why I'm two sorry hours about. beforehand because the movie's two hours and five minutes long. Yeah, that's what I'm sorry about. Is I could have texted you earlier saying I'm not gonna get a, I'm not gonna get around to watching it and reviewing tonight. All right, Sage, it is your pick. It was my pick, but we watched it, and now we're going to review it. Yes. Introduce your movie. It's The Fifth Element, featuring a pretty strong cast. It's a late 90s sci-fi movie. I think my buddy Cody actually recommended me to see it, if not pick it, because I really like Gary Oldman, and Bruce Willis is pretty awesome. This is such a Cody movie. Yeah, it's a very Cody movie, too. So after seeing it, I'm very not surprised that he recommended it. But it was in, kind of in the back of my head for a while, and I didn't have any other ideas. So plus, yeah, we watched a 1950s movie. So time to bring it back to the modern world a little bit, one step at a time. It was funny yeah, when... I, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It was funny when... So you sent this text, and I was just like, 
okay, cool, fifth element. Or, I mean, we talked about it on, on live, that's why. Um, and I was like, okay, cool, fifth element, blah, blah, blah. The next day um, when I was out with a buddy, um, he was just, we were talking about Halloween costumes. And he was just like, yeah, I think I'm going to be the chick from the fifth element. And he just said it out of the blue. And I was like, wow, I've never heard of this movie. It was like one of those Prius things where it's like once you say like something like a blue Prius then you or slug bug or something like that, then you start seeing them a lot. Um, once you announced Fifth Element was the movie we were watching, the next night, like the the only two times I've ever heard the movie Fifth Element was referenced like not related to each other um, in within 24 hours. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. I was like, we're about to watch this movie for our podcast. And he was like, oh, nice. And so that's the only thing that I had. I mean, other than reading and what we talked about last time and then hearing him say, I'm going to dress up as the chick from the Fifth Element for Halloween. I was like, wow. I am excited. So that's all that's I a, had going into it. That's a pretty daring costume. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was excited for this one. Um, I I have not seen as many Bruce Willis movies as I want to see. So this is a good step in that direction, I think. Um, yeah, and I was excited for it. I, I'm always down for some sci-fi hullabaloo stuff. Um, and that is what we got in this movie. Unless anybody has anything else, we'll see you on the other side. Every 5,000 years. Remove the shield. When the three planets are in eclipse, the black hole like a door is open. Evil comes. Spreading terror and chaos. There's nothing that can stop this. There is only one thing. Perfect. The Mondachiwan have in their possession the only weapon to defeat evil. Four elements gathered around a fifth. Selected for a mission of the utmost importance. What mission? Save the world. <laughs> is, uh, is that thing solid? Unbreakable. Good. Word of the stone. I don't know. And even if I did know, I wouldn't tell somebody like you. Nowhere else to go.
Big bada boom. Big bada boom. I was going to try and come in with a, something else from her language, but I couldn't really think of it other than just mumbling. So I'm pretty sure it was Italian. No. Oh, okay, so I Googled it. Latin would be my guess. I Googled it, and it's made up. Mm. They made up, or like the guy who, was this a book? This wasn't a book, right? I don't think so. Um, the divine language uh, that was developed for the fifth, fifth element only has around 400 words in total, um, but that's certainly enough to carry a conversation. But what else did I read? Oh, it was just about the actress Djokovic, the girl, um, Lilu, said that she speaks four languages, English, Russian, French, and Serbian. Um, so it wasn't too big of an ask for her to learn the divine language. Um, and in the same interview, she was just talking about how she was like kind of blessed with her short-term memory because she was able to learn this like words in this language and how to speak it and then like really quickly and then forget it really quickly. But yeah, I did. That was one of the first Googles that I had about this movie was that That's was this language. That's pretty surprising that she learned real. it because it came off. It sounded Italian. Well, and, yeah, and that's that's why I thought it was. I figured it was Latin, mm-hmm. and so it sounds like they like it was actually written in the script, like the words that she was going to be speaking. So she didn't really have to like learn the whole language that they wrote. She just had to read the words and that they wrote. Um, but yes, they did make the divine language for this movie. Um, so Luke Besson first began devising the uh, fifth element when he was sixteen, inspired by French sci-fi comics like Jean Claude. Ms. Lerez, Valerian, and Loreline Desowitz. Besson <laughs> continued to work on the story as he became well-known in the French film scene with films like Subway from 1985 and The Big Blue from 1988. So this was all from this guy's noggin. Yep. And I, um, the one, real, Sage, quick, for, real quick, the one thing that I read on this also um, in like the making of this film is that he said, Sage, you're going to like this that it said that he struggled with the script of it for a long time. Um, and then it said that when he was in his twenties, um, his younger sister at the time was 13 and needed help with her homework. Um, and she, and her exercise was about Plato. Um, and in, in the book that they're reading, Plato wrote about the five elements, um, which he said were water, earth, fire, air, and the fifth element was human being. Um, and the director said like, this is quoted. He said, and I read the thing and I said, fuck, that's exactly what I'm missing. So I have to go apologize because I stole from Plato. <laughs> when I see him up there in heaven, you know, later, I will go to him and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I stole your book. That's pretty clutch. Yeah. So the, the key in this entire film came from his sister's homework about Plato. That's pretty baller. I like uh, that. So, Sage, your pick, your initial thoughts, is this what you thought we were going to get from Gary Oldman? No, actually, I thought he was the worst <laughs> performance, <laughs> which is the saddest part. Yeah, I I actually, so it was fun. I watched this after bowling, and I watched it with my buddy Tyler, and Tyler had seen it before. He's been on this podcast. He's been on this podcast. About two-thirds of the way through, I was like, Man, I wanted to watch this movie for Gary Oldman, but he's really not that good. And he, Tyler was like, he's the worst part of the movie. <laughs> he was just holding it back like for most of the movie. But after I had finally said it, he was like, yeah, he's terrible. And I was, all in all, first thoughts of the movie, not a very good movie, honestly. It's pretty bad. Um, but I think it's humorous. It's kind of like 
an Adam Sandler movie almost to me. It's like the plot's pretty dumb. Pretty much that's everything that's happening is pretty dumb, but the characters are emphatic and funny and the and interactions are emphatic and funny. And yeah. I, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. I'm not, I, I think it's better than average. Even it's to me, this movie is very much um, kind of like what that thing said before. Um, sci- he was in, influenced by, I, I don't know about French sci-fi comics, but this is a very sci-fi like seventies, like before Star Wars sci-fi, like Flash Gordon, like early Star Trek type of stuff where maybe the sets aren't the best. Maybe the costumes are crazy and not it's it's uh, I I don't want to call it there's gotta be a name for this type of sci-fi. Kind of like how technically Game of Thrones is fantasy, but um the rings of power series going on right now i would consider like high fantasy where it's like it's it's like about as fantasy and this is about as like kind of sci-fi as you can get but also being pulled for like it's it's so like 50s 60s 70s cheesy and weird and just explosion of like creativity on screen type of thing where it's not um it's not like a polished sci-fi, like a Blade Runner 2049 or a Star Wars. And by polished sci-fi, I mean like the story's not polished. Those both like Blade Runner, Star Wars, even Dune, those take like all of the set pieces. It's all, you can tell it's a really lived in universe. Sure, things are messy here, but they're super fancy and they're super like colorful and super futuristic. And like Blade Runner... Sure, they've got some cars that can fly, but you can tell that like pretty much nobody has money and like they're all pretty much living in poverty. And like yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna say that I it's not my favorite sci fi of all time, but I appreciate what it did. Wow. I the only way that I can kind of say it is that this is just a silly goose sci fi. And I yeah. fucking loved it. I thought it was awesome. I think like when I kind of accepted it for what it was, my whole viewpoint changed on it. And, um, and I think, cause I think when it first started and like what Jacob, you were talking about sci-fis, star Wars, Dune, all those kind of things. That's what I was kind of picturing for this movie. And when it started, even in the first scenes, that was still what I was picturing. Um, and I think like the, the first scene when it got kind of silly for me was either Bruce Willis interacting with that, the thief that had the gun, um, or like shortly after, I don't, I don't remember exactly when, but there's, there's like a point where it kind of started to make me think, I was like, okay, maybe this is just like a, maybe this is a weird, just fun sci-fi. And then it just goes down that path hard. Like it, it, it is the weirdest, funniest, goofiest sci-fi I've ever seen. And I really liked it for that, but it definitely was unlike all every other sci-fi film that I've ever seen. But I, I also do get, agree. Gary Oldman was fucking terrible. Um, His accent was horrible. It was so bad. His accent was so... It irritated me so much. It was so bad. Every time bad. he spoke, I was like, who are you and what are you trying to be right now? Yeah. It was I really, it was really bad. Yeah, it was like yeah, Southern was with tra- like a little it was like whistle. Texas. It was kind of like when... Uh, what's his name? James Bond. Oh, Daniel Craig does like the Knives Out and Logan Lucky. Yeah. 
Southern yeah. accent. Yeah. I, Knives Out. Okay, but he does kind of good with that. At the start of Knives Out, it was like, what's he doing? Because yeah. you have James Bond in your head. And then after a quarter of the way through, you're like, I'm down. Yeah. He does and good this with one, it. you hear it start and you're like, this is bad. And then like you hear a little more and you're like, no, this is really bad. It's like terrible. it just goes downhill very consistently. So and see, I I liked Gary Oldman's character. I what? <laughs> yeah, like I not like I, I don't think he was like some like perfectly written character. Like he's no like Darth Vader villain type of thing. Yeah, but I mean, he was he's, a needed character. But yeah, what? I I don't think he's any character. Yeah, like I I I liked the purpose he served. And I, I liked the terrible accent. I liked the ridiculous plastic half cone he was wearing <laughs> on his head and his stupid haircut. Wow. So I said one of the first notes I said was like I was like I hate this guy's terrible accent so much i forgot that it was gary oldman honestly um and then i said i hate his hairdo i hate his clothing i hate his little animal pet animal thing that he had i was like i hate everything about this character i think all the characters in general were like not very well developed but they all served the purpose yeah yes i think that's the best way to put it yeah well and like a lot of the times like when you get like these sci-fi movies you're not going to get like, they're not really going for character development. They're kind of going for good versus evil. And like, it's the exceptions to those that like make for like excellent movies again, like star Wars, yeah. um, like Dune where it's all character driven. Luke's going on that hero's journey. Bruce Willis, he goes on a hero's journey, but he, it's not this fleshed out step-by-step it's, it's, Oh, he doesn't want to do it. And, and then, then he gets a like, Willow Wonka uh, ticket. She's pretty hot. I'm going <laughs> to run away from the cops. Once you said you thought this was like a high sci-fi ish. It's it's maybe I should say it's super sci-fi. I would call this a dumb. Sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say so. Cause and like, see, I, here's see, a, here's I, a I don't think that's what they're going for. Here's a pair. Well, that's probably not what they're going for, but it was the nineties and that's just kind of the way it went. Yes. But like a comedy, like a well-written comedy is something like super bad where it actually like has a plot characters are developed and it's excruciatingly funny. And then there's Hubie Halloween where it's just dumb, but it's mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> Dune is like, I love where this is going. Super bad. This is like Hubie Halloween. It's like this, Bruce Willis is an old vet and he's like, I want the perfect woman. And a half naked woman falls through his taxi <laughs> cabin and goes, bada boom. And he says, perfect. <laughs> like that's pretty dumb. Yeah. I bada boom, baby. Yeah. I, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. I, I, I think this will be the last time I bring up star Wars, but I, it's, it's one of my first notes. Um, the taxi cab chase scene. And especially as soon as he like went straight down, I was like, oh my God, this is the chase scene from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie when they're chasing Zam Wessel. They're, the whole city aspect of the yeah. highways mm-hmm. is very, very Coruscant. Yeah. And so I, I bet you George saw this and was like, oh, I, I think I'm going to use that type of design. I, I like that chase scene. We're going to do that for Attack of the Clones. We're going to have. Anakin and Obi-Wan and Anakin's going to be this crazy guy and Zam Wessel's going to be a changeling and it's a guy, it's a girl, it's an alien. Oh my. <laughs> the, uh, yes. I, okay. So Sage, I think that you said it exactly the way that I would, which is just, this is a silly goose, dumb sci-fi. Yeah. And, and you just have to take it for what it's worth, but like, no, it's not going to be great. Yeah. And I, but, and, and that's, but that's not the way that I went into this. And 
thought that it was going to go after the first 10 minutes. Totally. I thought it was going to be a serious sci-fi. I thought it was going to be so serious and so sick. I was so pumped at this first scene in like, uh, wherever they were at. Where's that place? I don't know if that's where they were at, but you know, that place like, um, uh, Egypt or Africa. That's like the hole in the wall. That's like got all the columns that people don't know why it's there. Oh, like, well, I was going to reference a tourist attraction, but yeah, it's in Jordan, isn't it? Jordan. Okay. Um, I don't know where they were at, but anywho, it was like that thing. When they started out in that whole scene and the archaeologist was kind of discovering the, the whatever, the history and like the what the fifth element was and the aliens. The Petra? Petra yeah, and Petra Jordan? Jordan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Um, but yeah, when it like kicks off with all of that and like the aliens come down and like how they're good aliens and like we kind of like they're, but they just said like, oh, in 300 years from now, the bad and the good are coming. I was like, oh, fuck, we got a good story coming up here. And the story was so shit. <laughs> well, and see that uh, that first scene, I was like, "Oh, this is I, I, this is not going to be a good movie." I really, I was like, "This is going to be super '90s cheesy." Oh, yeah, because yeah. like the, the, those those types of like prequel scenes just never lead no. to like a good movie. Like the Mummy <laughs> has that type. of thing. It was clear '90s. I love geez. the Mummy. Yes, I love when, the Mummy. Yeah, it was but it, it's got that prequel thing where it's setting everything up. It was clearly cheese when the archaeologist was like, Zahir, light. And then the aliens turn on the lights. He's like, thank you. Yeah, that was back. To his I was business. like, I was oof. like, <laughs> I, pl- I plugged my nose. I was like, there's some stinky cheese. happening right now." <laughs> and then it got so stinky for yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Like as soon as I saw that, like, oh, we're probably like this movie like starts in like 1997. I was like, then we're going to have a big time jump. And it's going to be like super cheesy. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm down for this ride. <laughs> and it will. And yeah, all, all of this to be said that I did enjoy the ride. I like at the end of the day, this movie was awesome. Um, but I guess like going into like other things about it, um, when or like the initial technology, when they like when the, the, the ship, the ship crashes and then they're like, this is the only thing we recovered was this hand. And like, they're, we're going to use our, DNA technology to recreate this person. I was like, this is fucking sick. That was really cool. But then when they like developed into the woman, which was also kind of a running joke that I thought was really funny. Whenever she was naked, people were like, Oh, (laughs) and they would like turn around. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like the, the, as far as like maybe the tech goes in this movie, it was not that like, sophisticated and new some of it even reminded me of um fuck Jacob. no brazil like in mm, in his house yes. in brazil yes this is this is what i mean about like the um i i finally found the phrasing the over the top sci-fi yeah yeah exactly that's that's i'm not looking for high sci-fi i'm not looking for yeah super sci-fi over the top like everything about this was super over the top like kind of a dope apartment kind of sick like, I like that it would his be, bed is just It would be made. nice to just like <laughs> Wesley put all like of it. put all of your clothes in the bathroom when guests come over and then when you when you bring the shower back down and the bathroom back down they're just clean. Yeah. Well and then he just gets up from his bed and then it just like as he's getting up just a new bed appears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just clean. I was like fuck yeah, that's dope. Wesley wouldn't like it. Why not? There's no lawn to run around and chase squirrels. Oh, and- yeah. There's no lawns in the future, Sage. They want to take There's no dogs. all private property. 
Yeah, I, I ain't going to be alive then. They, they they don't want you to own land. Well, so then, um, like, also going towards, like, the, the technology things that made me either laugh or I thought were funny, um, his phone was that it was just a normal telephone, just smaller, like a normal 90s handheld on the wall telephone, just tiny. Um, so 90s. That was so funny. Uh, the weapon that Zorg was selling to those... Uh, Roombas? What were they kind of? Not a Roomba. Can't be a Roomba. <laughs> I don't know what the name of it is, but yeah, it's not you. Roomba. I know that. The okay. little chameleon. Yeah, chameleon men's little shapeshifter like men's walruses. <coughs> they were not. What walruses. did they remind me of? They remind me of something in Star Wars, kind of. They looked like goats. Then they have like goat heads. No, they had like a the what's the fucking weird animal yeah, that has like weird. the the tentacle, but like. A nose, like a chunk. Not Wanda a Shawan. Nope, that's not what I want. I want the what's the ne- what's the animal that has like the anteater nose? Oh, it didn't look like short. A goat. Yeah, no. it looks like yeah. uh, like a like a. I don't wall. know what it looks like. Like a narwhal mixed with like a rhino. It does look like uh, what's the, the what's the animal with the short trunk? What's the floppy? alien in Star Wars? This is you should know this, chicken. What's the alien in Star Wars that? Goes into the pit with yes, Luke Skywalker that gets eaten by the oh Gamorrean guard. Yeah, no, those, those are like pigs. Those are like green and have like pig faces. So kind of like that. Kinda, I can kind of see that. Not They're definitely face. like a Gamorrean guard. Yeah, no, it the, the face without the ears is looks like a weak way. Um, I'm trying to look for the names of these guys. <laughs> I need pictures. I need visuals. I don't know by these it's names. It definitely looks like a Gamorrean guard. Yes, I think I know what exactly you're talking about. And I mean, minus the pig face. Yep. No way. Those <laughs> do not look the same at all. They I mean, they're like, like the other. same character. No. Though. It's just one doesn't have the nose. One's just like a pig version and the other one's ver- like the a fucking like anteater version. They have the same eyes, that's for sure. See, this, without the ears, that's what they look like, kind of. No, I'm they're with closer Tate on the Gamorrean guard. No, no, no. Google yeah. Google for me real quick just like Star Wars alien character side characters. It's like just I want to see some images of just like weird cuz I swear I've seen this looking go- thing before. Oh boy, there's a lot. Oh, I just saw one. I just saw one. Um open big. Where were you? Um that one? Yes, a Quarren. They kind of look like Quarren. Yeah, kind of like like corn. Corn. No, Quarren. Q U A R R E N. Corn. Cone. I like cone. Isn't that like a meme that's going around? <laughs> See, look, they look like a corn. Corn. Where's that? There and there. Looks like a corn. Wait, let's scroll, right. scroll through these a little bit. I'm still Team Gamorian Guard. I mean, they, they act acted like, like they a Gamorian like, Guard. They yeah. kind of snorted and went. Yeah. <laughs> Or no, I can't they're talk or way or closer to a quarren or a crayon. Crayon. Uh, keep going through those. Oh, no, those are good guys now. They're not a good guy. What? They're not all good guys. Oh, no, those aren't. Oh, I was yeah, also thinking There's a Toydarian. Yeah. Waddle. Waddle, hey. <laughs> he, they definitely look a little like him. Awesome. No, I, What's that? To click. What's that fucker's <laughs> name to the left of you? 
Yeah, him. Nope, not John. Oh, but oh, hot. Oh, oh, not, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the other one. This yeah. one. Nope, to the left. Oh, this one. Uh, my right, my left. You're right. That one. I don't know what this one. Yeah, it's a Toydarian. Yeah, he is kind of also. Your Jedi mind tricks won't work on me. I'm a Toydarian. <laughs> anyway, definitely some like Star Wars Guardian vibes in uh in the whatever they're called. What are they called? Roombas? I don't know. I couldn't find the name. Um, Ugly aliens. That's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't remember them having a name. Maybe that's just my lack of memory. But well, in Sage, wasn't there a Will Smith movie? Oh, fuck, Mangalore. Mangalore. Um, there was a name for him. The Mangalore. What's this? What's the Will Smith movie with the aliens? Men in Black. Men in Black. He also had the men. In, they also had the men in black vibes when, like, you know, that like alien would walk around as human and be like, and he would like try and that talk was like so a human. Creepy. Yeah, that guy was creepy. But they also kind of had a little bit of that to him because, like, they would be in yeah, their human they could, form. Like, yeah, yeah, they'd be in their human form and they'd be like, "I'm Dallas Corbin." <laughs> men in black was a like twenty foot insect jammed into a human skin body. Yeah, it was more terrifying, but it had that, that was vibe disturbed. too. That. I watched that fairly recently in the last couple of years. And that's what about the little me. tiny alien that was controlling the big dude? And his stomach pops open, and he's just got the control. He's like, ah, yeah. No, when he was like in the farmer's body, he's like, I was freaking out. I was yeah. twenty-seven years old, I think, and I was like, Jesus, I'm not sleeping <laughs> You're tonight. A sissy. Shit was scary. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> not, Men in Black there is was, not uh, scary. There was nothing scary though about this movie. No. All of it was very funny. No. Um, let's see. The choking on the cherry scene was bizarre. That was probably my least favorite scene of the movie. I didn't yeah. like any of the stuff with the priest, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. He was pretty bad. He was also pretty he, bad. He pretty much just played his role. Honestly, the yeah. only and character that like, at his role. saved this movie from me was primarily Bruce Willis, but also Chris Tucker. Made oh, Chris Tucker was amazing. <laughs> he made me laugh so God, hard. Chris Tucker. Was, I couldn't stop laughing. He's the best. He is so, the best. <laughs> my my notes were like after I um oh I have one other note that we'll we come green? back to. We green? I just said something like this movie's got some good we comedy green? to it. Um blah 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 blah. And then I the next note I just said is Chris Tucker is fucking awesome. I I had to turn <laughs> on subtitles for when he uh spoke because I couldn't understand anything a single thing he said. He would just like go in the most high pitch and just talk about it. He was just like, oh my God. And I was like, what the fuck is he saying? I did like the floating Asian food place. That's my other note. That's what I was going to bring back to. That was like, that was one of my favorite characters when he was just like, he's like, oh, not everything is bad. He's like, if you had some bad, then you have to have some good. It does not rain every day. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I got fired. And he was like, or he said something, and then Bruce Willis said some joke sarcastically. Because well, they, they bet on, like, the dinner. Oh, he's that's like, right. He's Thanks like, at least I get free dinner. He's like, oh, he's looking on the upside. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy was awesome. The, Christa, the Chris whole Tucker airline awesome. scene just killed me. When he's like, girl, I never felt like about this. Like, or, God, he talks so fast, I can't even I know. No fast. one can do what he does. I'll speed your voice so, up. He's like, oh, that'll be fun. Girl, I swear I've never felt about anyone like I feel about you right now. Or whatever. When she was like, <laughs> yeah, they're on the whole <laughs> airline scene. She was like, you probably do this with girls all the time. And he's like, <laughs> translated to like, 
girl, I've never felt about anyone like you. That or like God, bleh. I don't even know how he does it. It's insane. Um, he is he is one of a kind, and this role was so perfect for him. Yeah, it was very very entertaining. It He's was just hilarious. doing a radio broadcast the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's I like how he takes his, he takes his little breaks to like smoke a cigarette or like drink or whatever. <laughs> the uh, at the very end after they did it, and um, the like weirdo like priest helper guy like screams or whatever he's like what you doing screaming for there's a bomb going off every five minutes yeah. <laughs> i was just like that's the perfect scene for him to leave on <laughs> every single like when I, I immediately when he came on i was just that's when my, i think like i finally just like like for a while i was just like cheesy 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 i was like this is a silly goose movie when he came on it just was the nail in the coffin that i was like all hopes about this being like a good movie about plots and characters and things like that went out the window completely. And I was like, I'm just going to purely enjoy this because he is an absolute character. Yeah. He was very funny. <clears throat> I did also hate the opera singer. Yes. Dude, I did. Not, oh my I was God. about to bring the diva. Up. I thought that not was a dope. fan. That was so weird. I, I, I didn't like the design. I didn't like him reaching into her stomach. I didn't like anything that she said. I didn't like how she talked. The singing was fine. <laughs> the singing was awesome. And then when it turned into kind of like a, I think I made a note about that even. I was just like, yeah. this opera hip hop fight scene is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Because she was, was like, terrible. she was like, she was doing her opera and it was getting like, the scene was building up, building up, building up, getting intense. And then all of a sudden, like when the fighting started and like the beat dropped and she just kept on singing her opera with like this hip hop beat. So sick. I hated it. I hated it. I uh, I didn't realize I, that I, she I'm was. I'm pretty the... sure I turned to Tyler and I was like, that was the dumbest fight scene I've ever seen in my life. And he was like, yep. Oh my <laughs> God, it was one of the best. You know, we should have so known good. last week when I said Gary Oldman's character's name was Zorg. We should have yeah, known that. I didn't even. That was what one near and out the other. Be. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, even then. It was still fine. I, still, I literally the only two characters I enjoyed probably in the movie was Bruce Willis and Lilu. Uh, Chris Tucker. Oh, I kind of like Lilu is Jovovich. I think she did Lilu very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, she was probably the only one that I didn't think did bad or great. She was just like, you know, who gave the, everyone else did bad. You know who gave the worst performance of this entire movie and maybe the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Clearly the not president. Oh. oh yeah, the president. He was, was really the bad. worst acting I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty bad. He but was then, bad, but he at least go like, on. didn't have like much to do. So I think he like it was fine. Like Gary Oldman had a character to be, and I thought he sucked at it. Especially being Gary Oldman, that was just surprising. Like, like the president, like had a role of being a president, and he was bad at it. But it wasn't like groundbreaking or like the worst thing to me because like he had less error to have on that role. Well, Gary I, Oldman I, had a lot of error, and he went full error. Well, that guy no, that played the I, president usually plays like dumb roles. I think the first one that comes to mind is doesn't he play like a really stupid guy in Longest Yard? Um, I don't know, but he's the big, massive prisoner in The Dark Knight that tosses the remote yeah, out the he is. window. So, do you know who um, he reminds me of? Is the president in Rick and Morty? Are you talking about? I'm assuming you're talking about the newest Longest Yard, right? Yeah, without no, he is he is not in that one. 
he's not in that one. No. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's the only thing I, only other thing I knew him from was he was the jacked prisoner and that throws the detonator out the boat. That was a great scene. Yeah, he was bad. I if mean, you're every, not strong enough, I thought. Let me do it for you. I thought everybody in this movie was not great acting wise. I thought Bruce Willis was good. I still I didn't even him. think he was. Bruce Willis just great. doesn't need to do much. No, like no, he doesn't. He's just yeah. cool. Well, and like his character, cool. I thought that this was at the very beginning. I thought this was going to be kind of a more uh, less actiony character based movie for him, and I was excited to see it. But it basically t- turned into like a diehard sci-fi. Oh yeah, I did not think this was going to be a character. Oh, I thought that for the Bruce Willis was going to like turn in like a. I thought that this was like I had a totally different viewpoint of the way this movie was going. Fifteen minutes into it, from twenty minutes into it, it it very quickly changed. After the whole gun scene, I was like, basically, whoever just said it, this is going to be a sci-fi diehard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like by the and like the those last scenes, like those last fight scenes with him were just insane, and they were so actiony, diehardy. Yeah, but not to anything against it. I liked it still. <laughs> Even thinking back to some are very funny. Wow, did we just pretty much cover the entire movie? I think we did. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there is more. This, it was nominated for an Oscar. What? It was for sound effects editing. It did have some good music too. Probably a different um, thing, but other things nominated. There were two other things. Okay, wait, I'm gonna... let, me, let me let me guess. Okay. It's a movie that came out in 1997. Both of them came out in 1997. I'm going to say this might be a big stretch, but uh, no, it's going to be a terrible stretch. I was going to say actress for Lilu. Well, no, 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 no. Two other things were nominated in the sound effects editing, ca- editing oh, category. That's know. the only nomination oh. it got. I thought you were about to oh. guess movies that were no. also nominated yeah, for sound no effects from 1997. Yeah. I'm like, Tate, name. Here's a challenge for you. Name another movie from, movie 1997. from 1997. I can't. I fold. Any movie. Uh, Sandlot. Nope. I will start to give you clues. Um, Lilo and Stitch. Nope. That was in the 2000s. Um, let's see. Uh, Celine Dion. Um, Treasure Planet. Nope. Um, uh, there's got to be 101 like Dalmatians. Really long. Um, it's based on true events. Steve Martin movie product. or something. What'd you say, Tate? Steve Martin movie or something. There's got to be a nope, Steve Martin nope, movie. Nope. In well, there's probably is a Steve Martin movie from that time. Um, for a long, long time, this is the highest grossing movie ever. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Nope. It's a really, really long movie. Um, Lawrence of Arabia. No. When did that um, come The out? same guy that directed. <laughs> The Blue Avatar movie directed mm, this one. He James, also directed Terminator. What's his name? James Cameron. Cameron. Um, a pretty famous actor is in this movie. He uh, doesn't date girls that are over 25. Holes. Nope. 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 <laughs> I think Sage knows it. He's just not guessing it. I don't Aviator. Think, I don't know if he does. No. Um, Jay, let's see. Um... The his co-star is from England, but had a great Philly accent in her uh, HBO show. Yes, that was James Cameron. Yes, wow. it was James Cameron hmm. in 1997. So that was I've nominated, never seen and I haven't either. 
I've seen parts I've of seen it. it. I've seen mo- bits and parts of it. Um, that was also nominated and won sound effects editing. Also nominated was a movie starring Nicolas Cage. <gasps> We're going to play this game again? Yeah. This is a fun one. I don't know any with. Nicolas Cage movies other than um, Declaration Independence movie. I only know National John Treasure. Travolta is also in it. Um, they switch faces. One of they both I'll take repeat, their faces I've only seen off. National Treasure. They also they both both Nick Cage and John Travolta take. Well, their actually, face I think I also off. saw the Devil Motorcycle one, but that was so bad. I don't think I've ever seen memory. a John Travolta movie. Yes, Grace? you've seen John Travolta, Pulp Fiction. Oh yes, yeah. I have. Um. I'm giving you the easiest clue in the world. I Both of them take their face off. Ah, face off. Yep. Nice. They literally do. That's that's the plot of the movie is they, they change faces. Is that just Freaky Friday? No. Those, <laughs> like the souls switch in Freaky Friday. These people just switch their faces. It's, it's like a dude's version of Freaky Friday. Maybe that'll be my next pick. Please, God. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I don't have anything else. My last whole thing about this movie is that I think, like, it, it, which kind of is, like, the running theme for this all, is that I was kind of disappointed with, like, the, the uh, maybe, I don't know, attention to detail, or whatever you want to call it, with, like, the characters in the plot. But I thought that, like, when they kind of introduced this whole fifth element in the perfect being, um, I was kind of excited to see why they were the perfect being other than just their DNA was perfect. Um, like, I thought that she was going to be fucking dope in, like, some way. Like, super, some sort of supernatural way. But she never really did anything. She just... <laughs> Existed. Learned martial arts through a computer and then used that martial arts for, like, five seconds. And then she was just, like... Cried in an air vent. Yeah, and the... and the and she like, was, Why was she, she perfect? She had, like, 18 bullet holes in her. That's why she was crying. Well, yeah, but that like I thought that she was gonna be like immortal or like some sort of superhuman thing that they like, and and she ended up just being basically human. But like, why was she the perfect human? Like, what did she do that made her the perfect? Like, I I don't know. Like, I, I feel like at that point, if you're if you're not gonna make her like a supernatural being that like is immortal and has these superpowers, then and she's just a normal human being, then make her perfect in like at being a human being. But like, what made her perfect? She just existed and that was basically it like that's the that was my whole thing that i think i knocked well this maybe for. she was perfectly good like she wasn't evil at all sure but like not not really many of these characters were like evil other than Zor. i mean <laughs> i mean i just thought it was annoying that bruce willis was just like perfect just obsessed with <laughs> all this. he wanted to do was just make out with her and that's all he wanted that's all he wanted <laughs> can you blame him when the when the priest was like, she's the perfect being, and he looked at her, and she, he was like, perfect. <laughs> that was maybe when I think I laughed the hardest. I know. First. I was like, that is dumb. <laughs> because he was just like, the, the captain or whatever went up and was just like, she can't break through this, can she? And he was like, no, definitely not. <laughs> and then she just broke through it and just like did something to him, like ripped his, I don't know, whatever she did. But she like ripped his heart out. Yeah, broke through the glass, ripped his heart out, and then ran through the vent and the guy just went perfect <laughs> <laughs> all these guys funny. were just simping over her saying perfect 
Oh, and the whole solving about what they had to do for the puzzle pieces at the end, that was bad. That was really bad. That was the most obvious thing in the world. Oh, God. It it was just so dumb. Her clue was so obvious. The wind blows. Yeah, so. (laughs) Well, and like, oh, man. And the way he got his sweat and just dripped his sweat on it, and that was the rain. I was like, come on. And then, but okay. Oh, that was what I was thinking about, Sage. Is it made me think very Avatar vibes. Yeah. The Avatar is the, is Avatar anything off of like this whole Play-Doh fifth element? Because it's basically the exact same thing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, don't I have know no idea. Know. Avatar started out as a, a doodle, which is kind of fun. Aang was a, have you ever seen the original drawing of Aang and Momo? It was originally just Aang and Momo. And Momo is actually kind of like a cyber lemur, like a cyber monkey. And it was Whoa. kind of futuristic. And that was the doodle. And then it slowly became like more barbaric nomad. And then the story built on top of that. So it's possible, but it, I don't you know. know I've, I've, I've watched all of the show and I've watched the movie. And I think the M. Night Shyamalan movie is the is way better than the show i'm hanging out now so terrible i'm just kidding i haven't seen either okay and night Shyamalan is the biggest piece (laughs) of garbage to exist in hollywood that's one way that you can really just tease sage up tell him that avatar m night Shyamalan was better than the show and he will just way better (laughs) no do you guys remember seeing old yeah yes god i never want to watch another m night Shyamalan movie ever um but if avatar was called fifth element and was based off this whole Play-Doh thing, makes so much more sense than this movie being called Fifth Element. It'd be way better. It'd be way better. Yeah. But this, this is pretty this, dumb. This she mo- just laid down on basically a, the Avatar, but she sucked. Yeah. No, I mean, Avatar would be way better. Like, this is way better than Avatar Fifth Element. <laughs> All right. We... <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to hear about the aggregates for this. It's probably no bueno. Um, all right. On IMDb, it's a 7.6 out of 10. Shut up. That's the same as uh, Rebel Without a Cause, wasn't it? I think so. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's much lower than Rebel Without a Cause. It's a 71%. On Metacritic, it's a 52 out of 100. That's, yeah. There are many times Metacritic's wrong, but they might be fairly accurate on that one. I'm pretty lost on this movie. I, can go I don't first. know what I want to score it. If you want to think about it for a sec, I already I wrote down my immediate score once I finished the film, and I think I'm just going to stick with it. Um, I'm going with an 80. I liked it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. And obviously has an insane amount of flaws to it, but that's not going to back away from my score of an 80. I, at the beginning, I said... This is better than an average movie. I think I would like to take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I think, weirdly enough, Tate convinced me it's not. <laughs> and Sage convinced me it's not. Um, but then Tate gave it an 80. Um, My whole thing so is that, that it's confusing. bad, but I like it. <laughs> um, weird. I think I don't think I've ever given this score out. I feel like this is for whatever reason, a fitting time to give the score out. I'm going to give it a 69. Nice. <laughs> that is fitting. That's below average? I thought you were going to say below 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like. 
it's it's just about average in my opinion. Like and I, 70s I said, is average. Yeah, I said I'm not gonna give it. I, I at the beginning I said it's better than average, and then I said I'm I actually don't think it's better than average, which means that I could either either thought it was average or below average. I see a three star territory for me is average, which is like a sixty, which leads to my 69. score being a sixty three. I gave it a 63 and kind of my tiebreaker in my head because I was thinking of giving a high 50s or a low 60s was I was like, would I watch this movie again? And then I thought in my head, would I watch this movie again before Rebel Without a Cause? And I was like, absolutely. So then it bumped it up to a 63. <laughs> wow. That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I rate. Like. They don't know that's fair. Pretty that's much fair. 60 and up is like, I would at least consider watching it again. Like 60 is yeah. kind of the breaking point. Anything that, below 60 rating is like. system is fair. What you I said about Rebel Without again. a Cause is ruse. Is yeah, rude. well, I'm not I'm not going to watch Rebel Without I a Cause like that ever movie. again. I like that movie more and more every time I think about it. James Dean's cool. It was a good I one. think you're being a Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, but I got a cause. It's for Rebel Without a Cause. Anyway, 63 is my score. All right. That's Surprisingly be... high from you two, though. I'm I actually, Stage, I'm really six points higher this. than you. What are you talking about? I'm I know. Not... I thought I was going to be middle of the pack. I figured Tate was going to be the highest, but I, I like thought this. you were going to be the lowest. Even though I said this I kinda, is better than average. I kind of want to watch this next well, week. Well, because you're like all Star Wars men. So I thought you'd be like, this pales in comparison to Star Wars. It does. Nobody gobbity goblin. Those six movies are hundreds <laughs> out of hundreds. They're not all hundreds, but the original trilogy, they're all a hundred out of a hundred in my book. Anywho, that's where my mind was going. So hearing an 80 and a 69 is higher than I was anticipating. All right. But well, that's an average score of 71. Tate, unfortunately, it's your next pick. Fuck, yeah. All right. I got a little bit of a pickle that I'm in. I, sh- I started to share this with Jacob. Um, but oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Sage, I, this is uh, so stupid. I was going to I was going to pick this movie. And then um, I, for some reason, just started going through like my notes on my iPhone, and I typed it in. It's because you I, were looking for your notes for Rebel Without a Cause. That's why, yeah, because it also starts with an R. And I saw my notes, and I was like, whoa. I was like, this is the movie I was about to pick, because I've never seen this movie. And I looked at my notes, and my notes has a rating for this movie, and it has my reactions to this movie from 2020, from April of 2020. So during peak covid Apparently, me and you watched this, Sage. Oh my God! This is so many movies, <laughs> and this is this I, is not the first time this has happened. I literally watched a trailer of this, and I was like, I don't remember this movie at all. And so, I like part of me really wants to pick it just to like confirm that I have seen it because I don't really remember watching it, even though I have a rating and everything for it. Um, that means it's probably going to be a good movie. So I hope my, you pick that one. My rating was a seven point two. That definitely implies it's probably a decent movie. Um, and this was my synopsis of it, Sage. We'll see if you can guess it. It was an all right rom com. Oh, very yeah. classic and typical. I already know what it is, and it is a decent movie. What is it? Romancing the Stone. Holy fuck! We did watch this. Wow. Yes, we watched this. Danny DeVito. Holy shit! I don't yeah. remember this at all. Uh, greed. Michael Douglas. Is that his name? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that got cancer from eating a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. 
Tate, this happened with so many movies during COVID. We probably watched like a movie Maybe every went other into, day. like a movie fog. And there have been times when we're like talking about movies and Tate was like, like Insomnia. That was the other one that we talked about recently. Mm-hmm. Tate was like, never seen that movie before. I was like, <laughs> we were sitting on the same couch watching it. Maybe I went into a movie fog, brother. I don't know. I like when, when somebody asked me about this, I was just like, nope, never heard of it. That sounds awesome. And then <laughs> when I went to go look at it, I was like, yeah, I definitely have never seen this. It looks so awesome. This looks so good. And then the rating that I have in my phone totally threw me off. I was like, holy fuck. Ah, Robert Zemeckis directed this. That's probably why you watched it. That's why I wanted to watch it. Yeah, because I love Robert Zemeckis. So it was. Oh, pre- man. I watched I, last night or Pinocchio. two nights ago. I watched. Yeah, I watched no. Pinocchio. Mm-mm. There was nothing good about that movie. Mm-mm. Oh, it was bad, Sage. Robert Zemeckis is bad now. Yeah. Tom Hanks is bad now. He did another accent, and the accent was bad. Tom Hanks is never bad. Sage, watch Elvis and watch this movie. Tom Hanks is is, might as well just be dead, because he's awful at acting now. This too shall pass. I don't know, man. He might have to get it to like 95, like Clint Eastwood, before he can make another good movie. Because it's bad. I'd be down. Tom Hanks is the GOAT. Robert Zemeckis is not the goat, but he's good. This was bad. Pinocchio was bad. I don't doubt it. Jacob, I will have never you ever seen it. this movie? No, I would like to get the Pinocchio Robert Zemeckis taste out of my mouth. So I'm very excited. Are you picking it? Pick. Yes. I I don't remember this movie. I think I need to watch it. So you are picking it? Yes. Uh, let's okay. just go for it. I have a lot of in my, I got a lot of picks in my wheelhouse, but I think I just got to get this one out of the way. It's going to be one of those itches I can't scratch. Oh, that's funny. I probably won't even need to watch it, but I'll watch it. Anyways, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's got Danny DeVito. It's from 87. Um, and so the reason why it came up. That's not true. It's from 84. Damn it. Uh, in my notes, I must have been real fucking on one. Because in my notes. I was going to say you're probably high. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, but anywho, uh, the reason why it came up is because uh, going down to Columbia next month. And apparently this film was shot in Cartagena, Sage. Did you know that? Yeah, it was in Colombia, Cartagena. Yeah. And so like, oh, at least a lot of these scenes were filmed in Cartagena. I think Nick and I talked about that. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. So that's the reason why it came up is because I got a trip coming down to Colombia. And um, somebody told me that this movie was filmed there. And I was like, all right, cool. It's going to be my next watch. And it kind of threw me for a loop that I've seen it. But you know what? We're going to give it another shot. I'm pretty sure okay. I actually have a letterbox rating for it. What's, what's your uh, rating? Lucy romance novelist sets off for Columbia to ransom her kidnapped sister and soon finds herself in the middle of a dangerous adventure hunting for treasure with a mercenary rogue. Yep. None of that. I'm assuming familiar. M-O-U-S-Y. Is that Moosey? Probably not Mousey. Huh? M-O-U-S-Y? M-O-U-S-Y. You're asking the wrong guy. Mousey? There, there would be an E if it's Mousey. Dude, English language is dumb. Amen. To oh, that. it is. Of or like a mouse. Huh, it is mousy. Hmm. Learn something new every day. <laughs> um yeah. Streaming anywhere? 1984, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, Danny DeVito, uh, Zach Norman, um, Holland Taylor. It is streaming on HBO Max. Fuck yeah. So that's clutch for Tate and I, even because Sage has um, given up on streaming services. It was nominated for an Oscar. I'll tell you what it was nominated for next week. 
Wow, it um, looks like the cover just looks like uh, Tarzan mixed with Indiana Jones a little bit. If I remember right, it's a short movie too, isn't it? Yeah, hour. like an hour 46. Yeah, that's dope. Mm. Love that. Yeah. All right. So the next movie is Romancing the Stone. You can find it on HBO Max. Uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, Danny DeVito. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can email us at gd4ampodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at gd4gd underscore movies. You can follow us on Instagram at gd4gd.movies. Please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and a wonderful review on Apple Podcasts. And if not... If not, I'll make you go big boom boom. (laughs) It sounds like a kid taking a poop. Yeah. Uh, That's... That's that's not the same. Bada-boom. I'll make you Bada- go big bada boom. Bada boom. I beat you too. You gotta come up with something different. Crickets would be nice right now, Kate. Julie! Oh shit. Wow, I miss Julie. <laughs> Julie, do the thing. Alright, we'll catch you next week at uh, the movies. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. He's looking at you, kid. And any barmaid. Ah, right here. When you're terrific, if you're evil, you're I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Remember, the force will be with you always. It's bold in terms of jerking people around, but I may have gone too far in a few places. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. Yeah!